I saw the trailer for Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. And I thought it was like a joke. I've seen the movie and I thought it was a joke. It's shot in Vancouver (laughs) (laughs) because of budget. (laughs) Also, um, if you've seen Jason Takes Manhattan, he spends most of that movie on a boat. This is Mike. And this is Steve. And we don't know what we're doing. Each week we pick a different topic that we don't know much about and then try and work our way through it. That's and this right. week we are talking about Friday the 13th. Yeah. So um, I guess before we get started, let's say thanks to listener Ellen for the idea on this one. Yes. Thanks, Ellen. Uh, <laughs> we just had Friday the 13th on Friday. Friday <laughs> the 13th. But I'm just saying, it. we just passed it. We're not about to hit it, is what yes, I'm saying. Yes. Jeez. I mean, we will again, but... <laughs> yes, that's just calendar math. Eventually, <laughs> we will. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of weird, interesting stuff about this. Yeah, there um, is. So this was suggested to us as a topic, and we thought about it, and as we started looking through it, there's a lot of really interesting stuff around it. There really is. So, Mike, why don't you kick us off with, why is this even a thing? So I try to go back to find the history about what Friday Thirteenth, uh, like the superstition and the the fear and kind of the, the mystique of it, mm-hmm. where it came from. I didn't find a clear answer, um, but a lot of things pointed to there were some religious beliefs, mm. speci- specifically Christianity. Um, so there was like a nineteenth nineteenth century belief that some thought it was from uh, like Judas, you know, Judas, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that got Jesus. Yeah, he was the betrayer in the Bible. Yeah. So Judas Iscariot, I guess was his last name. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was the 13th guest of the Last Supper. Oh, okay. But I I was thinking about it. I was like, weren't there 12 apostles? And then I guess if you look at the Last Supper picture, it's 13 total because Jesus was in the middle. Interesting. So I was like, okay. Okay. And then uh, some biblical scholars believe that... uh, Eve tempted Adam with the forbidden fruit. Oh, interesting. On a Friday. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, some people, some of those scholars also believe that uh, Cain killed his brother Abel hmm. on Friday the 13th. Now, how do we know that? I don't know. So basically, this is, goes back to like a religious superstition. Exactly. Okay. Um, let's see. There's also other possible roots in math. And oh. I think you might you might touch on this a little later. Uh, but with <laughs> triskaidekaphobia. Okay. Triskaidekaphobia. Yeah. The fear of the number 13. Oh, yes. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> numerologists consider the number 12 a complete number. Uh-huh. So uh, 12 months in a year. There's 12 labors of Hercules. There's 12 tribes of Israel. 12 inches in a foot. There you go. 12 signs of the Zodiac. Although... There's more than twelve. Yeah, like Ophiuchus, but you know, I don't know what that means. He's the like thirteenth one, oh. the because the sun goes around the uh, ecliptic and passes through the zodiac constellations, and Ophiuchus, the water bearer, is a thirteenth one that's in there. But they don't really use that in astrology. 
I didn't know about anything you just said. So, oh, well, my well, brain just gone wrinkled. <laughs> That's not true. Shh. Uh, anyways, um, so they also thought the numerologists thought that anything after twelve is not complete. Hmm. Okay. So one of the other popular myths that uh, Friday thirteenth, the origin of Friday thirteenth, was in October thirteen oh seven, Friday thirteenth, uh, the Knights Templar. Uh, back in France, a lot of them were burnt and oh, arrested and then burnt. Okay. I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. In 2007? No, in 1307. Oh. Okay. I don't think they're around anymore. Maybe they are. Ooh, secret society. I don't know. We'll have to ask the FBI. Okay. So basically, no one really knows. But no. There's just, it's just a superstition number. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Um, I looked up to see if uh, the U.S. was the only country that uh, observed or kind of recognized Friday the 13th and kind of the superstition behind it. And I found that um, there was Finland, I think, also did, and the Philippines. Mm. And a funny story, uh, Ireland does too. And they had, uh, I think a couple years ago, uh, they changed their uh, car license orders or the way that they were going to display them because they didn't want it to say 13 and whatever, the way that they set up their licenses. And so they didn't want that because they didn't want people to not buy cars because their license plate would be 13, you know, whatever. Oh, because they do theirs like in a chronological order? I guess. I don't know. I didn't read wow, that. Wow, this is great it. facts. Well, I wasn't going to mention this one because I didn't read it all, but... <laughs> But yeah, is this how you did your homework in high school too? Maybe. Great. (laughs) I passed. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) All right. Um, But I did learn uh, there were since some of the other countries didn't kind of follow the Friday Thirteenth thing. uh, Some do on another day. So like uh, Italians, they were more fearful of Friday the Seventeenth. And that's because the Roman numeral XVII, 17, um, it can be arranged to spell VIXI, which is like, I have lived or I lived or I died hmm. or I have died. So, yeah, well, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Didn't lock down anywhere specific where it was like, oh, this is why it's Friday 13th and this is why there's so many superstitions and whatnot. But I see. It's all kind of based in like, myth and history i'm gonna give you an incomplete on this homework assignment thanks <laughs> well seeing that i only had like 10 minutes to do it 10 minutes we've been sitting here for two hours sir really yes oh sorry Jeez. <laughs> well it sounds like there's a lot of really interesting potential origins for it though yeah so i think that's kind of uh weird that we still you know observe this in our modern society like buy into it yeah, yeah. exactly Maybe one of the things we should talk about is, uh, let's jump to the architecture part, actually. Okay. So one of the things around this number 13, Ooh. even though it's not on Friday the 13th, is that a lot of our uh, modern buildings don't have a 13th floor. Yeah. Why is that? So like you said, a lot of this is uh, because of the the triskaidophobia, which is the fear of the number 13. Uh-huh. But other ones are... Um, the other thing is just that some people are just superstitious about it. And so building owners don't want to have problems with occupants or, or visitors going to that floor or afraid to go to that floor. Like ghostly visitors? No, like 
people who are scared of the number 13 coming to visit the building, not ghosts. To get rid of their phobia? <sighs> no. Okay. <laughs> are you confused? <laughs> Maybe. Basically, architects or building owners don't want to put a 13th floor because if you know a tenant, a potential tenant who wants to rent an apartment or stay in a hotel on the 13th floor, if they're superstitious, then they're going to be like, oh, I don't want to stay on that floor. Mm. So they just skip the 13th floor I to guess avoid I, that problem. I guess I don't see it here because people buy up burnt houses for $2 million. Yeah. Well, so if so you could have like stupid. 13 floors called the 13th floor and people would buy them. Anyways. Yeah, probably. Um, but I found that in 2002, Otis Elevator Company did a survey of all the elevators that they serviced, and 85% of those buildings did not have a 13th floor. Ooh. That's really interesting, isn't it? That's interesting. So sometimes they'll just skip from floor 12 to, thir- to 14. Uh-huh. Sometimes they'll try and renumber it in a funny way, like they'll call it 12A instead of 13. <laughs> Sometimes they'll just put something special on that floor, like the pool, if it's a hotel or a restaurant, or sometimes they'll just call it mezzanine. Oh, interesting. Um, sometimes buildings will have apartments that are one and a half or two floors tall, so okay. then the elevator just naturally doesn't stop there ah. because there is no, there literally is no floor. Crafty, crafty architects. Yeah. Uh, I, when I used to work at Capitol Records, we actually had, it was a 13 floor building. Were total. you on it? No, I worked on eight. Oh. But the 13th floor was labeled E because that's where all the executives sat. Oh. So it was called E floor. Interesting. So funny how there's a lot of different ways to uh, to incorporate it. And kind of similar to the other one, nobody really knows where the origins started with, you know, specifically in buildings. But um, I did see on the internet that during the early boon of skyscrapers in New York, um, architecture critics warned them not to build above 13 floors, which I thought was funny. <laughs> and now they go, now they go high. way, way up. Yeah. <laughs> I though, like you, I looked up, is this a thing in other countries? Uh-huh. And yes, it is in a lot of other countries, but I also found that specifically in China, um, sometimes they skip, they have a problem with the number four. So in China, a lot of buildings will skip any floor that has the number four in it. So, 4, 14, 24, etc. What? So, for example, a flo- an elevator might s- just go from floor 12 to 15. Huh. And that's because um, the word for the number 4 sounds like the word for death. Oh. So it's, again, a superstitious thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, anyways... Maybe now we should jump to probably the most famous example of 13 and the and Friday. Friday 13th, yes, which is, which I just did wrong, I found no. out, but it's the Friday the 13th uh, franchise. Ah, okay. So Friday the 13th is this big franchise. It's a bunch of movies, TV shows, novels, comic books, and video games, mm-hmm. plus action figures and all kinds of all other kinds merchandise. Of, yeah, merch. Yeah. Did you watch these movies growing up? I did. Yeah. I don't really remember them all. I remember parts of them. Yeah. I remember Freddy versus Jason. I that think. is way, way later. Yeah, yeah. That's like the, f- the second to last one made. I think the first ones I wasn't supposed to watch. Yeah. But uh, I did. Of course. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> so the first movie was made in 1980, and they wanted to cash in on the success of the movie Halloween that had come out the year before. Okay. Um, which is really smart. 
Mm-hmm. Um, did you know Kevin Bacon's in the first Friday the 13th movie? No. Spoiler, he dies. <laughs> Actually, why don't we watch this really quick? Because I know you haven't seen Friday the 13th in a really long time. Yes. So why don't we watch Kevin Bacon's wonderful death scene Performance? Really quick. Yeah. Shall we? Yes. Okay, here. Let me tilt the computer towards you. So to you die see. for? It's great. Are you ready? Yes. He's like, oh, I'm so comfortable here in my bed. Oh. I better smoke a cigarette. Did you just have sex? Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, okay. Because, you know, that happens. He's so tired. Does he have a headache? Oh, what is this? What's happening? Oh, Oh, no. Oh, Oh, that's nasty. So basically, he just got a knife through his neck. Um, It's an arrow. Oh, it's an arrow? Yeah. How do you get an arrow from underneath the bed? (laughs) Because Jason was hiding under there. With an arrow. Yeah. From the archery range, it's a camp. Oh, got it, got it. Was yeah. he the archery teacher? Or <laughs> yeah, counseling? probably. I'm sure he did real well at that job. <laughs> when he wasn't smoking. Yeah. All right, anyways. <laughs> um, the overall plot in this original movie um, from 1980 is it's a bunch of uh, teenage camp counselors who are reopening this camp. Uh, the camp has been closed for like 20 years because previously some people were murdered after they weren't attending people right and a kid drowned. Oh. At Camp Crystal Lake. At Camp Crystal Lake. Yes. Is that where they got the the drink from? Oh, that's Crystal Light. That's Crystal Light. <laughs> or Pepsi or Crystal Pepsi. Hmm. Yeah. So I found some really interesting stuff about this movie. Okay. It's made for only five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yep. Saw which that. is super low budget even then. And then it turned around and grossed $39.7 million. Wow. No wonder so, they made so many sequels. Huge financial success. Yeah. So since then, they've made 10 other Friday the 13th movies, plus a crossover of Freddy and uh, J- or Jason and Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. So all the movies, all the movies, like the plots are really similar. It's, you know, a bunch <laughs> of people not paying attention, doing stupid things, having too much sex, and then they get murdered one by one. Yeah, because if you have sex and you die... Or if you say, I'm going to go, I'll be right back, then you oh, die. Okay, don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so wait, wait, critics wait. hate these movies, but they're super popular. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Let's talk about number eight. Do you know what number eight is? Jason Takes Manhattan. Did you watch that? Yes, I have oh seen my Jason God. Takes Manhattan. <laughs> when I saw the trailer for that, I think I saw the trailer for that. Hmm. Oh, I don't remember. I thought it was before T2, but maybe not. Because T2 was later. Uh, it is before T2, yes. Oh. Jason Takes Manhattan came out in like 89. 89, yeah. And T2 was, was in like 91. Batman Batman, Batman, Batman 1 two. was in 89. No, Batman 1. Okay, maybe it was The original that. Tim Burton Batman was in 89. I saw the trailer for Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. And I thought it was like a joke. No, like for real. Yeah, I it's it real was bad. A joke. I've seen the movie and I thought it was a joke. How did... Wait, wait. Let's talk about... I have a WTF fact about this movie. Would you like to know? Uh, now let's save it for later. All right, fine. Okay, tell me. It's shot in Vancouver <laughs> because of budget. Also, um, if you've seen Jason Takes Manhattan, he spends most of that movie on a boat. Oh, really? Yes. Like a cruise ship murdering people before he even gets to wait, Manhattan, wait, wait. which so, is not Manhattan, it's Vancouver. So how did he get from the lake I don't remember. To it a doesn't boat matter. It's to stupid. take him to... Well, the camp is in New Jersey, so... Oh, okay. I, I don't know, know if that. they ever outright say that in the movie, but I found out the camp is actually in Ooh. New Jersey. Spoiler. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, let's see. It was also a TV show. Yeah, I remember that. Which had the same that. name, 
but had nothing to do with the movies. No, it was super interesting. At least yeah. I was super little and yeah. a kid, and I liked it because it was so random and weird. Yeah, so the movie was sort of like an anthology theory, anthology series um, about like bad luck and curses, loosely centered around two cousins that were attempting to recover cursed antiques from a shop that was owned by their uncle who had made a deal with the devil. Yeah. And I remember, oh, I remember the name of a car- uh, of a person that starred in it. It was really? like Roby. Roby? Like R-O-B-E-Y or something. Okay. Yeah, I remember. And it had like little like ghostly, like the text was like kind of ghostly, I think. Or Yeah, I remember it had a cool like effect where like light came through the text or something during the Oh, maybe sequence. yes. I always wanted to watch it. But it lasted three seasons and had 72 episodes it lasted that long wow (laughs) i was reading about it apparently it did very well uh like in its in its genre for the demographic it was number two at the time only behind star trek the next generation really yeah wow so very popular actually which makes sense why it had three seasons i want to say it came out on fox maybe i don't know i remember it it came on like super late yeah it was was like 11 o'clock at night yeah uh, let's see. Six of the movies were also turned into novels of the same, like they Wait, made what? novels of the of the movies. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a ton of comic books, lots of action figures, um, so lots of stuff in here that made it very popular. IGN actually rated Friday the Thirteenth as one of the top twenty five franchises of all time. Oh, Mike is watching the opening credit sequence see, of the squiggly uh, Friday the Thirteenth series now. Yeah, it's. Like- uh, it's something. It, yeah, it's definitely what eighties. Yeah, late eighties. So. Late eighties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I watched too much of that though. It was on too late for me at the time. Oh, Roby. Yes, it yeah. did have Roby in it. What the heck does that even? mean? I don't know. I don't either. Some actor or actress. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. 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 How about some other Friday the Thirteenth in pop culture? Uh, well, there was Friday Thirteenth, uh, any uh, Nintendo Entertainment System game. Oh my God! It was so well. It was really bad. Yeah. It was really hard. Okay. I remember I I tried to play it at uh I think J C Penney's. Oh. They Lord. had it like set up in the uh like the little demo areas. Uh-huh. And I was trying to play it, and I was like, "What do I do?" There was okay. First of all, let's talk about this. Friday Thirteenth is mostly the the kids and the camp counselors yeah. and Jason. Yes. This game had camp counselors. That's who you were, and you played. Uh, like you're trying to save the kids and you know defeat Jason. But there were also zombies that were coming up from the ground. There were like these killer birds and these wolves. Well, I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> trying to stay away from one person sounds pretty boring in a video game. Yeah, but still, unless it was, it's really well done. Yeah, it was not really well done. No, and it was really hard and it was confusing. You didn't really know where to go. You had to navigate the the map. And try to go in all the different little uh, cabins. Yeah. And then when you went in there, sometimes Jason would randomly be there and kill you. Well, that doesn't sound very nice at all. And sometimes he wouldn't. And then it was like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, how am I supposed to kill him? I have a rock that I can throw. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And uh, I just saw earlier that I guess his mom, the head of his mom, is uh, like a a mini boss where you can kill her. And Okay, first of all, she's like a Medusa looking head that's there and she's floating around the room and then comes and like hits you and if you kill her you get a machete which is really cool and like the item they think you need to kill him with but also if you kill her on the second day you got the sweater which protected you from like 
it gave this uh, is stupid. It gave you less hits, I guess. If you got hit, you got more protection because of a sweater. Yeah, because of a sweater. Which I was like, oh well, that would be more um, Friday th- or Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, but also this company made the Nightmare on Elm Street game, mm. and they also made I think the Karate Kid game. <laughs> mm. I see a theme here: bad, yeah. bad movie video games. Yeah, wasn't there a newer Friday the Thirteenth video game too? That there came was out just like a handful okay. of years ago. Yeah, but okay. let me oh, let me. Okay. I'm gonna tie okay. this one up really fast. Oh, okay. So Sorry. the tagline on this game was. <laughs> Destroy Jason if you can. Oh, well, I mean, that does sound appropriate. Yeah, because it was hard as F. Also, at the end, when you finally beat him, <laughs> it said, <laughs> um, you have finally managed to defeat Jason, dot, dot, dot. But is he really dead? Question mark. We're not telling, exclamation point, exclamation point, and dot, dot. Well, that's... Less than satisfying. Right? <laughs> it was terrible. Maybe that was like a tie-in to the one last scare in the first movie. I guess. I don't know. Because it's in the first movie, you're like, oh, oh, thank God, the killer's dead. Oh. And then she's like in the boat, and then, ah, he comes up out of the water. Yeah, no, nothing else happened. I think it went back to like the title screen. Oh, well. Terrible. Then that is shockingly bad. How about that? <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. That was good. But there was a new, a newer game. Mm-hmm. There was a newer game. Did you play the newer one? I didn't. Me neither. It came out in uh, last year, in October. Oh, wow. That's really recent. Mm-hmm. We should get it. We should. I think Well, I think I avoided it in the beginning because the game came out early. Oh. It was like one of those early access games, and it had a bunch of issues. Mm. Um, but they fixed it up? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We can find out. Okay. We'll report back. Cool. Uh, where else in pop culture? Do you remember any of the, any other references to 13 or Friday the 13th in pop culture? Uh, How about the movie 13 Ghosts? Oh, yeah. I like that movie. Do you really? It's a bad movie. Oh, my God. It's a really bad movie. <laughs> has like Shannon Elizabeth and Matt Lillard and Tony Shalhoub. And... It has Monk in it. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember what it's about. Like They're trying to catch some like big ghost or whatever and then there ends up being actually 13 of them or no they're getting tricked to go there to become ghost because there's like this like prophecy or something remember that weird spinny thing at the end yeah where they have to jump over which they clearly would not have like survived that but uh god it's such a bad movie yeah no i think they're trying to make them hang on i gotta look this up how how, what's the rotten tomatoes rating on this movie hold on (laughs) let's look this up what do you think it is mike give me a guess uh 56 uh oh, oh it is a 14 Aww. on Rotten Tomatoes. 14 percent and yeah. a 30 on Metacritic. Yeah, I thought the ideas of the of the different ghosts were really cool and some of the effects were really cool. Oh yeah, because each ghost was like different. Yeah. Yeah. But, Still I'm not gonna watch it again anytime soon. Oh, let's watch it. <laughs> so bad. Let's no, watch it for Halloween. Let's not. Halloween's later. Okay. You'll forget by then. It's no, I won't. I'll buy it now. How about the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror? Ooh, uh, yeah. oh, still around some places. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Tower of Terror is a series of um, dark rides slash free fall rides at uh, several Disney theme parks around the world. Used to have one here in California, but it's been recently shut down and converted to Guardians of the Galaxy. But there's still one in Florida and uh, Tokyo Disney, I think Disneyland uh, Paris. But that wasn't Tower of the Terror. The one in Tokyo is different. Yeah. Which... I guess we can mention. So the 
the U.S. versions of the ride and the European version of the ride are based on the Twilight Zone series from CBS. Mm-hmm. But in Tokyo, I guess that series wasn't as well known there, so mm-hmm. they have a completely different storyline. Yeah. But in the U.S., um, you know, Disney really themes their rides or whatever. So the the story is based on the Twilight Zone, and as if you're like an episode of that. And so you go to the Hollywood Tower Hotel and swinging swinging yeah because it's in the 1920s and there's a freak accident where a a lightning or there's a storm at this hotel and a lightning bolt hits the tower and people in the elevator start shaking yeah (laughs) and they were going to the 13th floor (gasps) oh but then they vanish so your challenge during the ride is to go into the elevator and find them, and then you go into the fifth dimension. Ooh. Just a really awesome ride. Can, yeah, we, just, really can we stop and have a a little quick chat about how good this ride is? How how good is this ride? It's Steve? so good, Mike. It's so good. Okay. Well, I really I really like the one in Florida. How it had the different um, uh, what is it? The simulation. So every every time would be different. Oh yeah, how it was random. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's that really, was really, really cool. cool. And the, the fifth dimension was a nice touch where it takes you, instead of just going up and down, you're going to yeah. go forward. Yeah, it has all the special effects. Yeah. And, yeah. And little like curiosities from the uh, mm-hmm. the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, such a good ride. I love it. Yeah. Also, it was a 1997 movie of the same name starring Kirsten Dunst and Steve Gutenberg. Twilight Zone? Yes. Tower of Terror. Uh, did you ever watch it? Uh, yes, because it was like a Disney Channel movie or something. Oh. Back in the day, I watched it on Disney Channel, I think. Funny. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I did not. Was it the same premise where they were... It's not exactly the same premise. It's like a haunted hotel, but they shot part of the exteriors at the Tower of Terror. Oh, cool. I remember, but I don't remember exactly what the plot was, but yeah. it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. No. <laughs> All right, I have one more pop culture reference for okay. Friday the 13th. Did you ever watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? No. On Nickelodeon? I did not. Are You Afraid of the Dark was a really cool show, kind of like Twilight Zone, actually, or an anthology series, but about kind of spooky, scary stories. Like Goosebumps? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes, like Goosebumps. Um, but each episode started with kids around a campfire, and they were going to tell a story. Oh, that's and fun. And then each episode was a different story from the kids. Is but, it always the same kids? Uh, I think it rotated, the cast rotated slightly, but it was very short intro with the kids at the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. But um, in season two, there was an episode called The Tale of the 13th Floor. And I remember because I really liked it. But um, basically, it's about this uh, apartment building, and there was a old like wives' tale that the residents of the 13th floor had vanished. Uh-huh. So then there's kids who live in this apartment building and they live on the 12th floor, but they sometimes like to play on the 13th floor because for whatever reason, no one ever moved back into the 13th floor because everybody vanished. So one day they're up there playing like hockey or something because it's all empty. Uh And then they have a ghostly encounter. (gasps) Oh no. Yeah. Anyways. Hopefully they survived. Yeah. Well, it's Nickelodeon. So yeah, you know, they probably did. Okay. Anyways, that was that was my trip down memory lane for Friday the Thirteenth. They became friends, and then they slimed each other. What? Yeah, no. Nickelodeon. No, there was this slime. Was, well, this was or, on Snick. I'm oh, so. sorry, Gak. No, no, none of that. Okay, no. no. <laughs> uh, 
Um, did you have any other references for pop culture that you can think of? <laughs> Not that I could think of. Most of them were the movie. Yeah. And the game. Yeah. We used to watch the heck out of these Friday the 13th movies, I would say. Me and my brother. Oh, yeah? We, oh, we should do a, We should do a, what's called a marathon of them. We should. That'd be I fun. would watch them. Okay. They're not great. I will say that. <laughs> They're not great. We can do... I do remember one scene in... I can't remember which one it is, but some Jason takes a weed whacker and <laughs> murders somebody with a weed whacker by like holding it into their like gut or whatever. <laughs> Which, if you think about it, that would not do that. Like, it would just probably, like, it'd make you, like, bleed. But it's not going to, like, cut through you. Or It was so stupid. <laughs> so, of course, I rewound it and watched a bunch of times to see how they did the special effects. Oh, God, it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. We should do a We Don't Know Friday the 13th movies. Or the, the spinoff where we do movies. Like, where we just watch all the movies and comment on them? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I would do that. I'd watch all the Friday the 13th oh movies. Oh, my God, that'd be so long. Well, it's not like we'd watch them in a marathon. Oh, okay. have to do it over a couple of weeks or something. Okay, yeah. Oh God, they are top was it quality. Jason X. Yes, is that ten? What's that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's give a shout out about that episode of that. It's, uh, how how did this get made? Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. They actually reviewed Jason X. What a few <laughs> weeks ago, a few months ago, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And it's about Jason in space. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> Oh, in space, in the future. Yeah, that's right. No big deal. After he was cryogenically frozen. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, give that podcast a listen to, that episode especially, because it's pretty dang funny. That's, yeah. a, that's a podcast where they actually do that. They watch movies that are not the greatest. No. And they have the audience also like watch the movie before. Yes. And then they all comment on it and have a discussion about it. It's really, really funny. Yeah. Because it's hosted by comedians. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's time for WTF facts. Yay. Okay. I have some of those. I have a whole bunch this time. Oh, my God. Okay. So why don't you start? Okay. Do you want to bounce back and forth? Uh, No. Hit me with yours. Just okay. Hit me, hit me with a bunch of yours. Uh, Friday 13th is not a rare occurrence. No, it happens actually pretty often. Yes. So uh, on this last Friday 13th, mm-hmm. Neil deGrasse Tyson... Mm-hmm. He tweeted, if you do the full calculation, you will find that Friday the 13th is no less rare on the calendar than Thursday the 12th. All right. Well, <laughs> leave it to him to slap us in the face with realism. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. Um, let's see. Friday the 13th happens every year. At least once. Yeah. So it's possible for a standard year to have as many as three. Right. And our next one is in July. Ooh, so okay. get ready. Okay. Okay. Um, it is unlucky for some. Uh, October 13th, 1972, a plane crashed in the Andes and survivors resorted to cannibalism. Ooh. Uh, which was, I guess, from the Alive, or not from the, but that's, that's what, what the movie Alive, Alive is based, based off. Yeah. yeah. I never saw that. Did you? Yeah, it's good. Oh. You should watch that too. I saw when they crashed, but I don't think I ever saw them eating each other. Great. How'd they figure out, like, who to eat? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it since I was, like, 12. Oh. Ugh. I watched a lot of these movies when I was very young. <laughs> I went through a phase of where I really liked horror movies. All right. Tupac Shakur died on September 13th, 1996. Oh, really? Friday. Yeesh. Um, let's see. In April 13th, 2029, coming soon. Okay. 
uh, an asteroid will pass within 18... I was going to say this has to be an asteroid. 18,000 miles of Earth, which is actually closer than a lot of uh, satellites that orbit Earth. Now, what if it was 13,000 miles? <gasps> then would we be really It screwed? could be. Who knows? Yikes. Who knows by then? All right. So, yeah. 2029. It's coming. Did did the movie Deep Impact take I place on Friday? Oh, you're the expert on that one. Oh, it's such a good thing. I don't think I've ever seen it. <gasps> we should definitely watch that one. Okay. It's such a good bad movie. I think you made me watch the part where they're in the like at the beach. Yes. Her and the dad. Anyways. Yes. Um the mini stock market crash in nineteen eighty nine. All right. That was on Friday thirteenth. Okay. Um, oh, the same year I might point out that Jason took Manhattan. Uh, Coincidence? I think not. Um, And funny, uh, Friday 13th is usually a weekday for trading Mm. and even worse in October. Okay. So if you're going to be doing your stock stuff, just be aware. Well, it's probably because people are superstitious. Yes. Um, We should get into that one day. Why are people superstitious? Okay. TBD. Okay. Or A, or I don't know. Yeah. One of those. Got it. Um, It has its own phobia. Periskevi deca triophobia. That's specifically the fear of the day Friday the 13th? Yes. Okay. It's the Greek words of Friday. Periskevi. Skevi. Uh, 13 is decatria and phobia at the end. Okay. No. I won't be saying that one again. No. Well, funny. Uh, so it's common for specific phobias to give to be given names based on Greek words for the object of the fear. Okay. And then phobias like added. Phobia? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, okay, it said the Greek words were, like it was a Greek word, but it's only like the first parts of the Greek word and the last part is phobia. Yeah, because like arachnophobia would be the fear of arachnids, which yes. are spiders. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, um, <laughs> Which, by the way, is another really good scary movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. Ooh, when I was With watching John Goodman. it, I was watching it in a part where a spider jumped out. Yeah. A spider jumped on me. I freaked out. Scary. I was like, Rah! Oh, we and my aunt watched that when we were kids. We were like, oh, it's not scary. Just sit down and watch it with us. <laughs> she was so mad. Uh, so back to the para, paraskevi dica triophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Donald Dossie at Stress Management Center and Phobia Institute in Asheville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. He said that when you learn to pronounce it, you're cured. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, I have one more. Okay, one more. Um, so there's an American club, or there wa- there was an American club to that, to act, to actively flout any established superstitions that um, that they knew to like kind of like uh, superstitions or superstitions or whatever. Like we don't believe in them. Okay, uh, they would meet up uh, on the 13th of each month. Mm-hmm. Um, so they met the first time, I believe, on Wednesday, September 13th, 1881. Cool. And um, it was called the 13 Club. Mm. And so the 13 Club was a group of 13 originally that met on the 13th of each month. They sat 13 to a table and they broke mirrors, spilled salt, like basically any superstitions that like were out there, mm. they would try to debunk. And they also would record to see if anybody would die after doing these things. And did they? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, So basically, they were like ye old time Mythbusters. All right. Uh, And the group grew to over 400 members, and some included U.S. US presidents. Hmm. Not 1,300 members, though. No. That's sad. I mean, you got to grow. I guess so. But uh, yeah, I found that interesting. I found some like uh, 1882 uh, news clippings of the New York Times that had uh, references to them. Hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Cool. 
I wondered if they were still around, but I couldn't find anything specifically about that. Maybe they all disappeared. <gasps> on the 13th floor. Maybe. On the 13th day. Okay, is it my turn now? Okay, go. All right. I have a lot of WTF facts. Oh, my God. Primarily about the movies. Oh, okay. So these will be fun. Okay. Fact number one, which technically I learned from how did this get made, but we'll see if you remember. <laughs> did you know that Jason Voorhees' iconic hockey mask doesn't actually appear until the third movie? Mm, yes. Well, I mean, because that... Because you listen to the other yeah. podcast. But you just refreshed my memory, so yes. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah, because in the first movie, he's not actually the killer. Spoiler. And then in the second movie, you only see him from behind. Okay, next. Um, <laughs> for the first movie, the producer and director took out an ad in Variety Magazine to advertise the movie before they even had the script complete. What? <laughs> and that was because they had the thought that somebody else might own the rights to the name Friday the 13th. <laughs> and so they were like, well, let's find out before we get too far into production. Oh my God, if somebody so squawks about it, then we'll stop terrible. production or we'll change the name. And I guess it turned out there was another Friday the 13th movie before there's in, really? in the end, but they resolved the rights. So ah, all right. WTF fact number three. Okay. Estelle Parsons um, originally was in negotiations to play Jason's mother. Who's that? She played Roseanne's mom on Roseanne. Oh, wow. She's also an Oscar winning actress, but that's what most people Wait, in our age know from her. Know her from, yeah. What did she win an Oscar for? Uh, she won the Oscar for, uh, oh gosh, I forget what it was. Uh, hang on. Let's we'll see. edit this out. Nah, it's fine. Tap, 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 tap. She won it for. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking for Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, that's what you were saying earlier. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, in 1968. Oh. Was All she right. Bonnie? I don't know. Probably. She and Clyde. <laughs> All right. Fact number four. Okay. The camp, which was uh, Camp Crystal Lake, is a real camp. Camp Crystal Light? Not Camp Crystal Light. God, no. Okay. Uh, it's actually Camp Nobi Bosco. Where's that? It's in New Jersey. <laughs> it's in New Jersey. And it is now owned by the Boy Scouts of America. Oh, all right. But you That's can go there. That's not scary at all. Go set up tours together. <laughs> um, fact number five. The original concept for the show, or for the movie, was actually a lot like the show, so they thought it was going to be a series of movies that were episodic, like an anthology. Huh. But after the first one was so successful, they thought Jason had to come back. And so give him a hockey did. mask. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Okay. Uh, Jason Te uh, Jason X, which was the one in space, which we talked about a little yeah, bit yeah. ago, had the highest budget of all of them and the lowest profit. Okay. The iconic music for the movie yes. is actually based on a line of dialogue. From the movie. Really? Yeah. So. That? I don't know. No. What music? Kill mom? Which is kill her mommy. Yeah. Oh. Which is spoiler. Anyways. But the composer of the first movie was Harry Manfredini. He was inspired by the work of this Polish composer who used a lot of like chorus in his music okay and 
they pronounced things very sharply. And so he was inspired by this and recorded it in a mic himself and put it through a bunch of reverb uh-huh. and then recorded the score in his friend's basement. Oh, wow. So I thought that was interesting. So Kill Her I always Mommy? Remember, yeah, Kill Her Mommy was the dialogue. Wow. I so learned I, something new. I always thought it was like a ch 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 Yeah, that's what it So I always like. thought it was like ch, like, like chips and ha, like ha ha funny. But turns out it's... Chips and ha funny? Well, no, I'm just saying those are the sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, but it's it's actually Kit and Ma, like Kill Her Mommy. Ah. All right, now I have two more facts. Okay. Two more WT facts, but these are about the ride Tower of Terror. Okay. Okay. Number one. Uh, the origins of the Tower of Terror ride came from a scrapped Disneyland Paris project called Geyser Mountain that was going to be part roller coaster, part free fall ride in Frontierland. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't know that. That sounds really And I'm a ride nerd. Interesting. I didn't know that. Are there such things now? As like free fall roller coaster combos? Yeah. Yes. Well, sort of. Not big free falls, but there are rides where it's like a roller coaster will come up to a certain point and the track will drop a little bit. Hmm. Okay. But not. Not drop like Tower of Terror. Gotcha. God, Not that I could scary. think of anyway. Yeah, anyways. That'd be unexpected. Expect the unexpected. Okay. Last <laughs> WTF fact for you. Um, in Florida's Tower of Terror ride, you know how the architecture on it is like really ornate and kind of Spanish-inspired looking? Mm-hmm. That was done on purpose because the tower is visible from the Morocco Pavilion in Epcot, and they wanted it to fit in thematically. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Disney, so I clever. <laughs> Clearly, that doesn't extend anymore when they convert it to a piece of crap Guardians of the Galaxy, and then it's just visible from everywhere for no reason. Uh, so just shiny. Like, I know. Mm. It's fun though. It, it was really fun. It's a super fun ride. Yeah. And I know they have a master plan. It'll make sense later, but right now it's kind of a weird eye just door. sticks out yeah 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 it does look better in person i have to say though mm-hmm. well mike that all that all you got that was for... all my wtf facts did you survive friday 13th apparently i did because uh, we're recording this on the 15th yeah. so i kind of survived i have that ear thing where i can't really hear you that's just because you don't listen what yeah pretty much <laughs> all right time to wrap it up all right Music for the show is by Adi Goldstein and Dimitri Banoff. And vocals for our opening theme song are by Chad Kinselmo. Thanks, Chad. Thank you to everybody for liking, subscribing, listening, and giving us feedback. If you guys have ideas for the show, like another listener did this week, give us a shout out on Facebook or Twitter. You can find us at, at Mike Steve Cast, I think, on Twitter. Sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And you can find us on Facebook, Mike and Steve Podcast. You'll find us. And, you know, worst case, you text us or... What else? Yes, there's an email thing. Everyone has our phone number. There's a there's a contact at contact on at the Facebook Mike and Steve show.com. Yeah. There you go. So send us your ideas or feedback or thoughts. We yeah. look forward to hearing from you guys. We do. We love y'all. Yeah. So much love. <laughs> no, it's kick out. Oh, crap. All right. Till next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.